Amy. What's up? Well, I was thinking about a question, and I thought it would make a great What's Up segment. So, mm. so always thinking about the podcast. Always. Uh, I was asking, what do you do to elevate your everyday experience? Mm, those are some great words. So, like, to enhance your day, to make it feel extra special. What I do, you do? I, Well, I like this topic because I definitely can fall into that, like, monotony, monotonous routine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, sometimes, like, work and everything feels the same. Even right now, we like, you can't always go out and stuff right. to, like, change things up. And you're asking me what I do. And, and I, I'm I like, feel Amy, like, what do you do? Well, and <laughs> Teach I feel me your like ways. <laughs> the pandemic has made those days feel kind of just like one big blended blur of yeah. days that you're just going through. Mm-hmm. So to enhance my everyday experience, mm-hmm. I like to get up a little bit earlier when no one else is up and just walk around my house while I set the coffee. It's like an enhanced hour for me to prepare for my day and I find that ritual just so helpful for me it's like I'm blessing the day every morning I know it sounds cheesy (laughs) (laughs) because I think that extra time for me to just like you know realize what's going to happen my day and just orientate myself is really really important Mm -hmm. I like when I commuted for work I honestly kind of liked the drive as like kind of a prepares you for the way the day and decompresses you on the way back like i mm-hmm. i can see saving that time i'm over the over the commutes and more into like walking right if That's you have still commuting amy oh i guess so <laughs> <laughs> but over driving commutes because walking i it's just like such a great way to connect with nature yeah and i really hands down will take a walking trip walking commute right right before a driving commute um, this actually reminds me right now, not pertinent to anyone listening to this podcast other than Amy, um, I'm getting my tires changed and can you drive me to <laughs> the tire shop one morning and I was thinking, I was like, I have to ask Amy, but I'm going to ruin her walking to school routine so maybe I can find someone else. But anyway, Yeah, put, find someone else. No, the- I'm just <laughs> I literally thought about that. I was like, who can drive me? And I was like, not Amy, because she's walking, but she's like in my bubble, so who can drive me to work? I actually get really sad when I have to drive to work. So there's yeah. sometimes okay. after work. I, I can I'm... do it. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow's fine, Alex. Oh it's my fine. Gosh. <laughs> um, regardless of that, I have two other answers, but I want to know if oh, you Oh, wow. Have... You have so many. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was thinking too. So this is... Me, when I get home from work, I feel like it's easy to just sit on the couch immediately. Wait, like, you change before you sit on the couch. I should verify. Oh, yeah. I change out of my work clothes. Alex, something fun about her is she probably changes her outfit four times a day. Three, I would say three is a non-exaggeration. Like a confirmed three every day. Yes, I I will. I Not well, three every day. Like I will put on my work clothes and then um, if I'm going for a run or playing pickleball or doing something like that, then I change into my workout clothes. Then I come home and then I change into my lounge clothes. And then you have to change in your pajamas. Okay, four changes a day. It's pretty ah! average for me. That's what I mean. <laughs> so, four changes in a day. Yeah. Sorry, now I sidetracked you. Where no, were you that's going? okay. Um, but when I get home, instead of sitting down, I always put 18 minutes on my timer. So, I get everything done, like, like clean my dishes from my lunch kit, get all, like, everything done. Then I have the evening to enhance my day. Everyday My experience. everyday experience. Because if I... Don't do that routine. Then the whole evening, no matter what I'm doing, I'm like, well, I didn't wash those dishes and put away my clothes and da da da. So I have oh. to do that first. Eighteen minutes. How'd you come up with that number? Uh, it's like it's 
it's long enough to get everything done, but short enough that I need to do it fast. So it's like a game. Okay. <laughs> I love a game. Right? So that's yes. fun. Yeah. So it's like just on that line where you're like, got to keep moving. Don't check your phone for text or change the song because that will waste your time. Yeah. You only have 18 minutes. Yeah. You got a motor through all of that stuff. Um, but I don't have specifics. I think, honestly, what really changes things up for me is when I see a friend or connect with a friend and then that feels like, like I did something. The I think it's like neat. It's always so neat to ask questions because we yeah. see the world so differently. Like okay. it's just so neat. Because <laughs> I was like, and here are my vain answers about how to enhance my everyday experience. For me, wearing jewelry is like enhancing okay. my everyday. And like each piece of jewelry has some kind of special story to it that I remember and represent. Okay, you have like so ritualized in the morning. It is. It's all in the morning for me. And then in addition to jewelry is fragrance like I Mm. choose a fragrance that like Amy's so into her fragrances right now (laughs) I know and I actually am embarrassed about how serious I am about smell and the sense of smell is like very real for me so like I wouldn't be embarrassed by the sense of smell it's just like sometimes how like in detail and in depth you go about like how people like smell and like the pheromones when you get on that topic that I'd be embarrassed of that if I were you Because it's it's one hundred percent accurate. Like <laughs> dates have been ruined by certain pheromones, one hundred percent. So, yeah. <laughs> Good thing you can't smell us. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's up. What you're doing is trivializing my experience. I guess you know some of like my struggle to figure out my sexuality. And I remember we were on the beach, and I told you I said I think I might be bi. Um, and that was like a huge deal for me. And that was like that that was like five years ago. I would like switch my dating apps to male and female, and then I would feel like I can't do that because like what if one of my like coworkers finds out? Like it it has a lot of sensitivity to it. And now I feel a lot more comfortable in in my sexuality, but it still comes with its like, hindrances. And I have a lot of privilege in my sexuality. And how I'm, like, straight passing, how I have a very accepting family, uh, how I'm white. Um, but for me to think of finally getting to the place where I can, like, openly say, yeah, I'm dating a woman. And to be excited and be like, yeah, we kissed. And for all of these people to just throw around, oh, yeah, I'd kiss a woman. Oh, of course, of course. But, like, and I, I'd touch her body, too, but, like, woo. Like, I'd stop there. It just really feels like, um, to me, and that's where the defensiveness comes from, is trivializing my experience and saying what was, like, a whole years to figure out and a huge deal for you. Fuck, it's, like, just a, a paper in the wind for me. And then when actually confronting you with it you're like well like well I wouldn't actually go that far I can say she's beautiful and that but I wouldn't actually like I wouldn't turn gay for Rihanna and so it feels a little like maybe just like think of why you're saying not you personally but like why you're saying those things and then what is your motivation behind it is it like are we just like so used to sexualizing women that that's just like a normal thing to say also, like, why devolve it to me that you'd kiss a woman? Is it because you want to, like, seem like, oh, yeah, I'm so, like, not you again. But, like, I, I'm open-minded. I, I'd, I'd go there to, like, be like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm with it. I, I have a touch of bi. Well, sometimes, you know? like, like, okay, this kind of brings me back 
in a counter counter way like what it's about, not an argument though yeah like but what if people though are you know still in that exploratory phase like if they're honestly saying it from a point where they're like i want to say that like who, yeah who is anyone to be like no you wouldn't prove it you know or like no you know what i mean no and I'm, I'm but you're not in a questioning phase you're like yeah i'm straight and then it's like and you're like saying like yeah, i'd cross that line for some things but like not all the things because like you know what i mean and so i just think but is sexuality not a fluid spectrum in terms of like being bisexual as well what do you mean like is your attraction to people like like yeah i would say like i'm a heterosexual but is it not like i could be like super heterosexual and only ever think of a male but like i could also still be attracted to females in a way that i'm like oh like even if it's just in a fantasy zone mm-hmm. and like there's some people where i'm like i'm sure they think about it a little bit more than like other maybe people yeah and maybe they don't even act on it but it's not like it's like forbidden like don't have those thoughts don't oh no i don't think don't have those thoughts and things but i do think i i just question why all of these people who are like close in my life too are just throwing around this like thing that is like trivial to them where it's not like acknowledging me and who i am and i guess that's like maybe just just my own lens of like I guess then I'm selfishly thinking, but I don't think I'm selfishly thinking because I think the important thing is to ask why are you saying that and why to me specifically. And like in all these cases, you're saying like these are women or other women who know you're gay. Yes. So you're kind of like, that's confusing for me to navigate through now. Well, that was so confusing to navigate through when I'm trying to figure out my sexuality when everyone's like, oh yeah, I have a girl crush on her. or Like I would totally kiss her. And I was like, same. But I'm like, I actually would, right? Whereas, like, I feel like some people are saying it, like, in my head. And, like, we talked about that, where, like, you might have, like, um, like some sexual fantasies in your head um, that you don't actually want to play out in real life. Yeah. And I think, like, that I'm open to. I think that is, like, I feel like that's different. If you're, like, saying, like, hey, I kind of have this, like, like, can I tell you this fantasy I have? And, like, you're you're setting the but stage I think for that it. Would, like, what if nobody wanted to act on that fantasy? Like, people can still have sexual yeah. fantasies they never want to act on. Absolutely. So, like, for them to tell you, I think that would be more confusing. If someone was, like, I, I don't think fantasy. so, because, like, I think, I think that that is setting the stage for saying, like, here's my motivation. Here's my, like, I'm just kind of thinking about this. I don't actually, and then you're saying, like, I don't actually want to act on this, but I, like, this is, a like, a dream I had. Or, like, you know what I mean? Isn't it weird how these, like, people, like, I would never do that in real life, but I had a sex dream about so-and-so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's setting a stage instead of, in, in all the conversations, too, it's like they're being like, oh, how did that date go with so-and-so? And I was like, good, I just didn't, like, feel, like, the right energy between us. And they're like, I, I'd kiss a girl. And it, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of the flippancy um see okay wait finish your thought because like but but then it's also because i i kept asking you like what's your motivation behind saying these things it's it's almost like speaking from a place of privilege in in that right like you can think about those things and have those things without all of the baggage of everything because it um like the queer experience isn't like an easy experience and for me it's been like generally like 
very supportive and not very hard. It's just been, like, confusing. Mm-hmm. So it's just been, like, a identity struggle, I guess. But it hasn't been, like, uh, like physically or emotionally harmful to me. But the, like, sensitivity in which I want to, like, divulge... If I'm going on a date, I'm not, like, telling everybody. Except for, like, you know, when we put it on the podcast. <laughs> um, but, like, that that's, like, my personal, like, vulnerable information. Like, hey, I'm excited about this, like, romantic thing. And then why are people, like, throwing in their, like, fantasy things in those conversations? Or, like, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Because it's not... I, okay, it's not the back, conversation. Yeah, going back to what you were saying, I think... I would be if okay. I'm like if I was a gay woman, yeah, and somebody was throwing out their fantasy of like including a woman in their sexual fantasies, like, and they're like, oh, it's just a fantasy right now. I would be more like, hmm, interesting. You know what I mean? Whereas if a girl, I, you're right. Mm-hmm. I do think a lot of times people say the like I have a girl crush or she's my girl crush or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're saying it in a very harmless place. And I don't think they're thinking about your perspective either. So it's good so that you're sharing. And so I'm saying think about that because yeah. it's in that harm, quote, harmless, because I don't think it's harmless. I think I think it is one of those things just like when we don't realize the privilege we have. Like I'm trying to think of a comparison. Like, I don't know, like opening up a magazine um, when when we were all like reading Cosmo and like when we're 14 and stuff it's just like all white women and you don't you don't always think about that as i'm like oh, i'm seeing myself represented in the page all the time and i'm not thinking about other people's experiences so just like saying girl crush or i'd kiss a woman mm-hmm. um is it you're not thinking of the other like side of the coin and i'm saying here is the other side of the coin it's o- it's okay and great to explore these feelings but like i'm asking please don't invalidate my own experience and, like, realize that... Like, a sensitivity behind it. Well, a sensitivity behind it. And then and then think to yourself, like, why are you saying it? Because it's not a conversation here where we're, like, sitting and being like, let's talk about all the people we want to kiss. Like, that's mm. not the conversation. That's not, like, the stage that's set for any of these conversations. It's... It feels weird almost, like, when people are, like... Like, another example I can think of when you're, like, I'm not a racist. I have black friends. Do you know what I mean? You're like those are not my words. <laughs> no, no, no. no I know, are, I you, know. The other you. I know. It's just the other you, <laughs> like the universal you. Um, I think it's like the same thing. Like, oh yeah, like I, I'm open. I'd kiss a girl. Yeah. And I feel like it. That has the same ring to it as so it's like, like I have a, I have a black friend. I, it's my like, uncle's gay. It's like for you, you're kind of saying like it's like showing you're open. But, like, also kind of confusing and taking away from people who are gay. Yes. That's my main message. I guess... I would love to hear more about this from the LGBTQ community. Hello, I'm part of it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) I want to get more gays on here and have that combo. Like, are they feeling that way as well? Are they feeling like it becomes very confusing when other women do this? Or even other men who are like, you're so handsome, like, I'd fuck you. You know? Like, is that... Is that really, con- is it really confusing? Is it taking away from that? Like, I think. I feel like, so I feel this your... with several friends, like, okay. um, after we had the conversation in the car, because I was like, because I do get defensive about things that, like, affect me personally. And then I was like, take a breath. And then um, I fielded it through a couple friends and. Um, Gay friends. Yeah, well, like, yes. I, like, I just want yes. to verify, because it's like, you're representing a voice right now. That's, right. Yeah. Okay, and that's also where, like, 
because I didn't think about the line of um, like what makes what makes hooking up like with a woman hooking up with a woman what like is the line of gay like oh if I kiss him not gay if I touch a body not gay if I go to the nether region gay do you know what I, like you know oh. what I mean so one of my friends had said that it's interesting how we um, we determine what is like a sexual and non-sexual touch I can hug you um, as soon as I'm hugging you too long that's uncomfortable if I like squeeze your boob you're like mm, that's a line do you know what I mean like so it's it's also like what are we putting on what touch means what and like what touch means like gay it's kind of neat to to think about like what society's aspects are because I really think it's like gauging a situation and an individual too gauging. right gauging yeah <laughs> new terms <laughs> um but like totally because I know some people like you know for them and their openness and how comfortable they are and depending on their friendship too like I just think and I can't I can't speak from an a queer standpoint at no. all. So I'm just saying like... Don't. You're not supposed to. Yeah. But, so speak from your standpoint. <laughs> yeah. So like I think sometimes people do these things in ways that I'm sure are confusing because people who are searching or in that journey of finding their sexuality or discovering it, sometimes those signs can be really confusing along the way too. Oh, yeah. And I think I think a lot of that is human and natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I What I'm saying is like just maybe check your motivation behind saying things. Do you know what I mean? Like knowing, knowing I'm bi, knowing the like stage for the conversation and then throw, like, like I say, like throwing in like, yeah, I'd kiss a woman. I want to know why you're saying that. Is it like, Hey, I want you to see what your reaction is. I want you to know that I'm open and cool. But mostly what I'm saying is realize that, that me finding out that I also want to kiss women is a sensitive and vulnerable like topic. And, and trivializing it hurts my feelings, I guess. I hear you. I hear you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Avatar! Yeah. It's time for Jar of Questions! What is it? All right. It says, what would you call your fashion style? Ooh, Harry styles. Oh my gosh. I wish that was my fashion style. Um, no one can be as amazing as Harry's styles. Mm-mm. His fashion is unreal. But he, oh. I swear, he's he probably has someone that's dressing him. I think that's all him. You think so? That seems like it's he's it's a but whole vibe. People want people are putting outfits on him, so I really think there's like stylists behind the scenes. Oh like yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting him to wear stuff. Well, but I think that he's like this is the vibe, and they're like they put it on. He says yay or nay. It's not like someone is like dressing him and. No, like, that's like, he's making the decisions. Okay, now I'm thinking, what is Alex going to say for her vibe? Maybe we should do it for each other. Oh, okay, so I have to say your vibe? What you think I'm going to say for my vibe of style. Oh my gosh. And then I'll think it, Can you list some vibes? What do you mean? What are some styles I can choose from? No, you, I can't give you the answer. Okay. I was thinking, like, you would, you've yeah, seen yeah, my yeah, outfits, yeah. Yeah. you've seen my wardrobe. I've, see, I've seen you. You've seen I've seen you dressed, I've seen you in <laughs> levels of undress. <laughs> okay. How about I go first? Sure. Okay, so Alex is very, like, plaid, jeans, maybe jean short overalls, mm-hmm. also known as... Jordaralls. Jordaralls. That's so, a real term. Yeah, so, fun time. I would say your style is trendy lesbian. 
okay, I like so <laughs> I, I saw that on your paper and I was like, I don't think that's quite because like when's the last time you see me wear plaid other than you around wrote... the fire? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because like I think like so I wrote for me cute femme because oh. I don't think I scream lesbian. But, like, I have, like, a femme look, right? And I, I think, like, my vibe is, like, cute. So even when I have, like, plaid, it's, like, not just, like, oh, I'm just, like, throwing on my plaid over jeans. It's, like, oh, it's, it's cute like a with trendy. this, like, little, this little embellishment here with, like, these earrings. So I, like, okay. yeah, cute femme is what I, I said I would for say me. that works, too. Cause yeah, well, I, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, obviously, I said it. Um, but it's it's so true because you wear this, that like color, that shade of pink that like matches your door. And that's really where the femme color kind of comes. And I think I have like a soft version of like lesbian. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Soft lesbian. I don't like that. So that's why I went with cute femme. Okay. Okay. Good. Cute femme. Keep it. Soft lesbian. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is getting weird. Yeah. So for Amy, I wrote, like, first thing I wrote was, like, bold. I feel like you have, like, a bold style quote from that random stranger that was, like, looks like you just walked off the street of the city. Oh. Um, so, like, I feel like you always have, like, a bit of, like, fanciness to you. You're big into, like, I feel like statement pieces. So you have, like, a statement necklace or, like, you know, like, you have, like, the, the long, flowy, just, you know, you just always have a statement piece on. Right? Thank you. Yeah. So what I went with was bold chic. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best question ever for Jar of Questions. <laughs> I also said for myself that I'm colorful and I yes. have lots of patterns, but I'm very put together, which is another yes. way of saying fancy. Yeah. So I said urban chic. Okay. Okay. What did you say again? I said bold chic. Bold chic. Yes. yes. So I would say that I like nailed your you style, <laughs> and I would say you didn't nail my style. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, yeah, I felt I felt like yes. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly accurate. That's just what happened. <laughs> so I guess we turn to our audience. Yeah. What's your style? <laughs> what would you call it? Yeah. Name it. Name it. 